I'm Heather Taylor, and welcome to the Simplicity 2.0 podcast, devoted to exploring how executives can tap some of today's most disruptive technology trends to gain a competitive edge. In today's episode, we're going to look at something fundamental. Is the role of the CIO as we know it dead? That's actually the conclusion reached by PricewaterhouseCoopers in a recent report, Eye for Innovation, which predicts that as technology becomes simpler for staff to operate on their own, the traditional need for the CIO to manage and oversee systems will decline. As if that weren't enough, the report predicts changes in the digital space in the next five years that will be more massive than in the last 20. Such unprecedented pressures will make success more challenging than ever for senior executives and the CIOs that serve them. But all is not lost. CIOs can lead the way in this emerging future. Let's find out how. Simplicity 2.0 is brought to you by Laserfiche, the world's leading enterprise content management software, which manages and controls information so you can empower employees to work smarter, faster, and better. We're joined today by Khaled Kark, U.S. CIO Program Research Leader at Deloitte. We're talking about the Eye for Innovation report from PwC, which argues that CIOs need to stop thinking of themselves as someone who just keeps the lights on and instead becomes a chief innovation officer, a strategic change agent. We've got a lot to unpack here, but to start, Khalid, to what extent would you agree that the projection that, as technology becomes easier to use, the CIO in a traditional sense will become less relevant? Yeah. So again, we we did our our own research um, recently, and we talked to 1,200 CIOs uh, across the globe. And what we realized was that CIO role is going to remain um, fairly important for many many companies. There are a couple of reasons for that. Reason number one is there's still a huge amount of legacy infrastructure that still remains, right? And so. Yes, there is going to be an element of CIOs evolving, CIOs making sure that they're understanding and and responding to the changes that their businesses are going through. But I feel fairly strongly that the CIO role uh, remains fairly important for companies. Now, the shift and the allocation of time given to their traditional responsibilities probably adjusts. But I feel, uh, in, in talking to several of uh, the most um, important CIOs out there, and, and they feel the same way, there still is going to be a fairly significant component of their role, which is to ensure, whether they're, they're doing it themselves or not, to ensure that the IT and the technology infrastructure uh, is able to provide a reliable, consistent um, kind of environment for the companies to operate within. So we we, we did this interesting survey where we uh, looked across the CIO, um, 1,200 CIOs across the globe, and we segmented uh, their responses um, into three categories. And by the way, we never asked them, which segment do you belong to? Based on their responses, we're able to segment them into three different categories. And each category actually was able to respond to the business needs slightly differently. Now, one category was primarily focused on keeping the lights on. And by the way, 55% of the global CIOs currently fall in that category. And um, and, and so, yeah, I think that's, it, it's, it's still a fairly significant part of their role. But the most interesting part was that a category that we called business co-creators 
that seem to really understand the, the changing dynamics and be involved in business strategy, they were still spending about 40% of their time and effort and energy in ensuring um, consistent, reliable, cost-efficient um, systems being provided to their organization. So I feel that CIO role is still uh, fairly significantly um, uh, obviously changing fairly rapidly, but fairly significantly still needs to be, even if they've outsourced a, a, a whole lot of their environment, they still need to be responsible for ensuring that their organization is able to have the consistent, reliable technology experience that uh, that they expect. So what kind of IT skills are actually more in demand then? And um, so, you know, are there any surprising ones or unusual ones that you think we're going to, you know, stick with us? Yeah. So, so, so continuing on that, on that evolution uh, conversation, right? So the CIO role is evolving. It's, uh, it, it, it's something that um, everybody in the industry is starting to recognize uh, and, and primarily because the traditional skill set uh, for IT uh, that we had in, in a traditional path for a CIO to grow within the firm um, has has actually uh, is not not sufficient anymore. And so what we're finding is um, fifty six percent of the CIOs today have are, are, have had a tech a leadership experience outside of technology. So so that skill in itself to understand the broader business, um, perspective, having a broader business perspective, uh, and, and trying to make sure that there is an ability uh, for CIOs to not just understand, but actually respond to that uh, the, the changes by proactively delivering technology solutions to. Interestingly, uh, customer experience, customer engagement skill set, is something that many, many CIOs are looking for, and that's still missing for most part within IT to not just, and, and that's even if you're a B2B company, understanding your end customer, uh, making sure that you've got the ability to not just understand, but respond to their needs even before they're thinking about it. So in an app, you got to be proactive. You got to think ahead of the customer. So, so developing that mindset is is going to be fairly significant. So, if you spent all your life on the tech side of the house, I mean, we've been talking here about those soft skills such as management and and other elements. So, if you're on, been on the tech side of the house, how do you acquire those skills? And is there a place that you can go to? So, for instance, like, is it networking events? Is it coaching? Is it reading more? So, how do we get there? Yeah, great question, and uh, and I think it's it's a combination of many things. One thing I would highly recommend to any person who's uh, who aspires to be a a technology leader, not even a CIO, but any technology leader uh, within uh, their organizations, is to actually step outside of their comfort zone, and that means. Um, going even at stepping outside of IT, right? And so having that broader perspective helps a lot. I've talked to many CIOs who've said that their experience in a, a particular part of the business or running a particular business line or uh, having experience, just going out and, and sitting with the, the people who use technology every day. So sitting on a, on a factory floor or a, or a retail shop and, and interacting with those people 
regularly allows you to get that perspective. So if you're an aspiring CIO, go spend time outside of IT. It's going to be huge for your development. If you are an existing CIO, I would say go talk to your customers, go talk to your suppliers, go talk to your uh, partners, strategic partners, and try to understand um, those those perspectives. Because, you know, uh, I mean, you could go to all the conferences you want and you can go to all the leadership uh, seminars. Every company has a slightly different context and need. And so you got to understand what that is and stay ahead of that. And, uh, and, and many, many CIOs that we're working with uh, try to focus on a few things, right? So they tend to have networks that span inside and outside their organizations at different levels. So they're not just focused on their peer group. They're focused on different layers within the organization and different functions, different areas to try to get a, 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 a deeper understanding of what the reality is. So that's one. The second I would say is to, to be a, 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 a learner, a life learner, right? And, and, and many CIOs that are successful, um, they are very keen on understanding um, kind of learnings from research, learnings from other um, kind of leaders that have done well. Uh, and it doesn't have to be a technology leader. So today, a lot of these, as you, you pointed out, a lot of these skill sets are general leadership skills. And CIOs being new entrants to the C-suite need, need a lot of catching up to do. One interesting thing that we found in our survey was that compared to other executives, other C-suite executives, CIOs um, had a little bit less of an emotional intelligence. Um, they tended to focus much more on uh, on the outcome than on emotions, which may be a good thing and a bad thing, right? Uh, but, but in general, we tend to find that CIOs need to be a little bit more aware of, uh, of the people around them, influencing them, and trying to ensure that they have the ability to not just uh, have a relationship, which is the first step, but to be able to bring influence to that relationship. So that takes a lot of time, effort. And the first thing, going back to our first conversation, the first thing that you need to do is to de deliver a reliable, consistent, uh, efficient technology environment. If you don't do that, you don't have the license to do anything else. And so, so, so you got to make sure that you've got your house in order before you start to move on to these other skill sets. You know, with that idea of if you are completely embedded and commingled, and you do have that ability to to start to make small changes, do you think that the CIO is really put at that you know uniquely poised to lead through any bigger disruption, disruptive change because they are embedded in that technology across the board? You know, does that have legs as a unique value proposition? Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a great question, and I think um, it's going to vary d depending on the business context, depending on the industry, etc. But I do feel strongly that generally the CIO role is probably at an inflection point right now, where either CIOs step up and take this challenge of um, really this dual role of not just supporting the traditional role but also stepping up as a leader that is respected, that is valued as a, a, a top-line revenue generator, a growth uh, pr kind of driver, et cetera, uh, in addition to obviously providing the, 
the basic capabilities of uh, around IT. And so if they don't, uh, and in some cases they won't, uh, if they don't step up, we will see other business leaders step into that role. Because whether we like it or not, technology is at the core of every business. And every business needs a technology leader, whether that's a CIO or not. Uh, it is going to be dependent on the, the the people and the business context and all those kinds of things. But we we definitely need a leader that can understand technology, that can provide the competitive advantage to companies uh, that are in 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 especially in industries that are competitive. Uh, technology can be that competitive edge, and so absolutely, I would say. Uh, in most cases, I would say CIOs could provide that edge because of a few reasons, right? CIOs, first and foremost, have a much broader perspective than any other functional leader. Uh, they look across the organization. Secondly, they understand technology and the levers that they could use. I mean, uh, emerging technology for me may not be uh, an emerging technology for, for the next CIO, but they understand technology well enough for them to recognize how and what uh, technology can can do in terms of impact to their business and to their business models. Um, and then third, I think they have uh, a few core skill sets that allow them to be uh, set up for success. Um, one is they have dealt with multiple vendors throughout their careers. So vendor management, in this case, in today's environment where Everything is moving to cloud where you've got, uh, you've got a core group of people that can support your, uh, your strategy, but then you can potentially outsource all kinds of uh, technology or non-technology things to, to third parties and aggregate and orchestrate uh, that ability to manage multiple providers of services and capabilities, I think that's a that's a core skill set that's going to help CIOs. And then lastly, I think, and, and by the way, that also um, kind of leads to the next one, which is CIOs are um, used to rapid changes in environments. And so technology has been changing so rapidly, they are used to um, to, to fairly significant change quickly. Uh, they have had the experience of going through large ERP transformations and other uh, large business transformations. And so they know how to deal with change. And so they, they have the ability to, if, if done well, uh, lead their organizations through through this change. So I feel if CIO, it's, 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 a, it's a battle for a CIOs to lose. If they step up, they could be that next business leaders. And I'm actually very hopeful um, in, in talking to many of the CIOs over the last few months that many of them understand that they need to make this change. Uh, it's up to them to now step up and 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 and, uh, and raise their hands at times and, and uh, at other times just kind of go, go muddle through that change. Fantastic. I just want to th- say thank you so much, Khalid, for joining us um, and coming to speak with us today here at Simplicity 2.0. Sure. Happy to, happy to be here and um, enjoy the conversation. We'd like to thank Khalid from Deloitte for coming to speak with us today. Don't forget to add Simplicity 2.0 to your RSS feed or iTunes. Thanks to Laserfiche for sponsoring today's episode. Learn more about Laserfiche at laserfiche.com backslash simplicity or follow on Twitter at Laserfiche. Until next time, this is Heather Taylor for Simplicity 2.0.